Welcome to another episode of Jabber. Today's episode might seem a little facetious or possibly sarcastic, but it is a true story. From my eyes, I bring you Big Monsters, Little Bodies. The evening of travel started off with a bang. After dropping off my rental car, I proceeded to the ticket counter and then on through security. Little did I realize that I would be receiving an FBS full body scan. And nor did I realize that if you so much as have a receipt in your pocket, you have to be completely patted down. Absolutely no fun. The flight from FAT to LAX was generally uneventful. Scarcely had we got in the air when we began to land. We got on the ground and they squished as many bodies on a shuttle as felt humanly possible. I think they were short drivers or maybe they were short buses. Even one of the workers told the driver, you do know there is another bus. However, Squished on a shuttle was heavenly, comparatively. American Airlines was playing, How many people can we squeeze on a Boeing 767? And without a doubt, they were winning this game. I folded up into the space they call a seat, proceeded to prepare my mind for this thing called a red-eye flight. He staggered down the aisle in his orange ski coat, bags hanging from both shoulders, and he was half asleep. Put his bags in the overhead, grabbed his computer, and pointed at the empty seat next to me with his nose. Are you sitting here? I asked. Yeah, came the groggy reply. I unbuckled my seatbelt, stepped into the aisle, and waited as he tugged and wiggled and finally fell into seat 28A. I sat back down, rebuckled my seatbelt, and proceeded to be pleasant. He suddenly wiggled around after a few minutes and says, I'm in the wrong seat. Oh, great. I stop the endless traffic that was pushing down the aisle, unbuckle my seatbelt, stand up to allow sleepy the not a dwarf to go find his seat which happened to be 38A sit back down and start the wait again an Indian gentleman finally comes he designs apps for the iPhone and this conversation I knew would be very interesting I was very much looking forward to it the gentleman sat down pleasantries were exchanged and we began to discuss the opportunistic airline company and its profit-making schemes, which I will now dub Squish Squish. Think of vacuum-packed tuna. Yeah, yeah, you get the idea. Did I mention that airplanes have a distinct smell when they are full of people? Anyways, um, I am convinced that the devil no longer has two red horns a long tail, and a pitchfork in hand. 
Instead, the devil has dirty blonde hair, blue eyes, and a cookie clasped in each fist. Uh, I digress. As me and my roommate sat discussing the greater global agenda for the airline industry, a.k.a. Squish Squish, a tumultuous noise could be heard coming down the aisle. I looked up to see a U-Haul dressed in Birkenstocks. It was two parents trekking down the aisle with carry-ons under each arm and then some. Now, anyone who has traveled with small children or toddlers understands that to travel with children, you need lots of snacks, lots of carry-ons, and lots of patience. That being stated, the U-Haul in Birkenstocks were outdoing themselves. They were lugging, bumping, and banging into anyone unlucky enough to have picked an aisle seat. I peered toward the traversing trio and then glanced a quick glance over my shoulder. To my disdain, I noticed the row across from me had three empty seats. Fate and life must have each given each other an impish wink and decided to pull a fast one on me. Sure enough, the U-Haul in Birkenstocks decided they had found the perfect spot from which to hold an entire Boeing 767 hostage. I quickly realized that terrorists are now recruiting people with diapers around their midriff. Mom and Dad had to unpack the U-Haul, placing items up and down the aisle in the overhead compartments under their seats and strapping the full-size car seat into the middle seat. Yes, I said full-size car seat. They put it in the middle seat, and all the while, the young child was soothing the passengers with a sound that was a cross between angry screams and feverish sobs. Yes, this was going to be interesting. I quickly found out the definition to the word monster. Kicking and screaming was the norm for this child. The parent had been uh, been seated more than 30 seconds when the mother began to complain about the lack of room. While I understand that the amount of space offered on an American airline flight would not rival the space offered at, say, some luxurious resort, it usually helps when you come on an airplane with less than half of the belongings from your house. I digress. Meanwhile, Princess Monster, hereby known as Princess Moan, was still screaming. Mother was an obsessive complainer. Father was a techno-nerd professor look-alike. Not the combo I would recommend for healthy and successful relationships. The minute he sat down, I'm pretty sure he began computing the metaphysics and diverging geometrical angles of the seat in front of him. I'm also pretty sure that he was a blind deaf mute. I come to this conclusion only because He never seemed to hear or see a thing his wife or offspring seemed to do or say. Have I failed to mention here how much every facet of college and me never really got along? Even supposed professors that just look like professors. Um, On flights to New York, 
haunt me. Additionally, have I ever mentioned how dumb sandals look when worn with white tube socks and dockers? Uh, I digress. Meanwhile, Princess Moan was still screaming. By this time, she had captured the minds and attention of all the rest of the vacuum-packed tuna. Those attempting to sleep would lift their sleepy heads and wipe their groggy eyes and look at the U-Haul row, shake their heads and mutter something under their breath, and make another go of catching this eluding sleep. I felt that I hadn't slept in days. My last text before I boarded had ended with, quote, get some sleep, end of quote. Though I attempted to obey, it was impossible. My roommate seemed to be enduring the same trial and tribulation. In fact, I know he was enduring it. Everyone on the flight was enduring it, except for Professor Blind Deaf Mute. He remained unbothered. I finally struck up a conversation about liberty and technology and the evils of this generation. We talked as best we could over the howling. Suddenly, my roommate looked over his shoulder and said, They sure don't raise them any more like we were raised. Whoa, the understatement of the red-eye knight. Meanwhile, uh, Princess Moan continued to scream. When the lights were turned off by the flight attendant, Princess began to bellow, Why are the lights off? I want the lights on! I think everyone, even those trying to sleep, wished the flight clue would would have just turned them back on. It wouldn't have helped. She screamed on. The classic line of the night was when Mother Complainer, the pacifist, the seventh, I'm sure there's been six mothers just like her before her time, she stated when trying to get the princess to quiet down, stop or I'm going to start counting. No luck. So in her next attempt, when she had ran out of numbers, she said, okay, now I'm going to start counting backwards. Dr. Spock would have been so proud. Meanwhile, Princess Moan continued screaming. It never stopped. In fact, it only grew worse during the descent when mother and father tried to get her to chew on a sucker that didn't last for more than two minutes, which when it was gone, brought about more screaming because, of course, she wanted another sucker. All in all, I learned that monsters come in little bodies, but monsters are created by lazy, passive, mm, spineless people that shouldn't be allowed to procreate. Thanks, Mom and Dad, if you're listening, for whooping my backside. Dr. Spock would have been extremely disappointed with you, but I'm not. You heard it on Jabber. Please subscribe wherever you are listening. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review. That helps us so very much. Also, if you'd like to reach out to the show, you can reach us by emailing jabberpodcast 
at gmail.com. That is jabrpodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks again for listening.